The following program is intended for mature audiences. You're listening to Bottom Shelf Recording Talk. Sounds boring. Oh my, yeah. With your hosts, James Seabrook. Okay, you were paying attention, but the idea is clear in my head, but translating it into English is not. That's brutal. I understand the hypocrisy. And Joey Roach. I don't even know what you do. I was just told you were the man. Some people would say I'm overconfident. That could be my ego talking, though. I'm trying to think of the right word. Oh. Yeah. Must be a tough word. Next subject. Uh, you're bored with this one? You don't hear us gassing on about it. Give you in the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. By the way, you know, when you're when you're telling these little stories, you have a big mouth. Here's a good idea. What are you even talking about? Have a point. Why are you airing personal matters with complete strangers? It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. <clears throat> I think I can hear myself. I can kind of hear myself. Is your uh, monitor level too low? Hey, there we go. I just turned up the headphones. I, um... <clears throat> we did a, uh... We did a theatrical podcast recording out of here um, Friday night, mm-hmm. and I had to monkey with with the levels. So I think I got them all back where we want them, but okay, um, uh, it'll it'll sound fine regardless. Yeah, I did find out though that if I put actors at a table, they have no concept of how to stay on a microphone. If I make them stand. They have no problem whatsoever. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was an, ex- uh, a learning experience for sure. Yeah. I got to try out a Sennheiser 416. Oh yeah. This week. Yeah. Cause we have a used one at work. So I t- played with it a little bit to be like, Oh, why is this industry standard? And it's just like, Holy shit. This is super directional. <laughs> <laughs> 416 which one is that i think it was the four oh this shotgun it's mic. shotgun yeah, yeah 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 i i hear they're i hear they're crazy directional yeah. uh, but i mean meant oh, to I pick like, up something like, along, along turn way, to right? the side talked and just no signal that's awesome whatsoever um but like talk in front of it and i'm used to the apex shotguns which are not actual shotgun mics they're just super cardioid mics made right. to look like a shotgun mic um and so I was just like thinking, oh, it's, let's see how far back I can move. And it was like a full arm's length and I could still hear myself. And I, I mean, at that point I couldn't do much more. But Right. Other than stand on the other side of the store and. I don't yeah. know if it would catch that, that. That's, that's what they're designed for, man. It's. Well, I mean, in the situation I was in, I had like a five foot cable. If oh. I, I would have had to crank the gain for that. Well, yeah, but. And I'm next to the the output speaker so i'll hit feedback before i ever okay you weren't listening through headphones you were listening through the the speaker i gotcha yeah all right that's a different all, a different kind of test altogether it is a different kind of test altogether but yeah it was the easiest way to do it that's fair <laughs> it was just plug in and then talk <laughs> yeah the, these guys were um some great actors um the session was a lot of fun but it was it was a challenge to keep up with them because i mean page on the table and they're they're just like laying on the table and like super bad posture and then they'd move away back away from the mic and and just i'm sure they were just looking around the mic too and uh, Mm. just all over the place so it was really hard to keep up with them okay not that i moved the mic um while they were doing their thing but lots of retakes probably would have been better to just 
have an omnidirectional mic, just put it in between everybody. I was kind of thinking that um, afterwards. In fact, I wanted one of these days, you and I, to, to, to try that out on the podcast here. Just put the figure eight in the middle of us or the omni, one of these in omni in the middle yeah. of us and see how it goes. Okay. Um, just because we've never actually tried that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so this uh, this Beyonce Jay Z track, the wife was listening to it the other day for the first right. time, and so I had to. She said that that's what's the Beyonce, the Jayonce, Jayonce, the Jayonce track. Um, super contemporary, like it seems to be what everybody is doing these days, mm-hmm. and it it made me angry the more she listened to it because it sounds as bad or worse than most of the shit that a lot of the crappy rappers that I have to work with come in with and Hmm. I put out. Right. Like it, it was, there was, I kept listening for some sort of redeeming factor but even even the auto tuning on her voice, which is just so weird that you do that on you her have voice, this especially. But it, it wasn't even like one it, of the best in the world. It wasn't even well done. It wasn't even well done because well, that's because that's so the sound that people are wanting these days is like I don't know super auto tune. I've heard I've heard some of the independent stuff that's really well made and the exact same style that sounds really good. But this sounded awful. And, and maybe it's because it's it's on Beyonce's voice and she's so dynamic and and an actual singer. An actual singer that maybe the maybe that effect that just an aggressive effect probably didn't work well. Yeah. With Does in order to get that to work well, you do have to sing out a key, which is difficult. Well, no, you don't have to sing out a key. You uh, it actually helps the closer the closer in tune you sing. Um, but she doesn't sing hard note to hard note with little transition. She swoops and she overextends and she has great vibrato and she has all of this one, all of these wonderful traits that a real singer has. And um, that was kind of what I was thinking. But then I also just thought, well, maybe it was a fucking idiot that was making this track because it just sounded like you were saying earlier. It sounded super uncreative and repetitive. Oh, it, the beat was super uncreative, competitive. Like it, it was just the same thing for six minutes lo- long. It was six minutes. Yes. God, that's why I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched the entire thing, and then I also watched a thing that was explaining the song, and it's just like, really, you need to explain the 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 easy lyrics. I want to know about the little lyrics I don't understand because I'm not a part of the culture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty terrible. I was pretty I mean, upset. At the end of the day, all that song amounts to is we're super famous and rich and organizations that try to take advantage of us. We're not going to let take advantage of us. It's kind of what Okay. And, and you know, whatever, good for you. Like, yeah, you, hooray, Jay-Z, you said no to the Super Bowl because they need you and yeah. you don't need them. 
Cool. Yeah. Well, that's a direct. You have to brag about your business decisions. But that's that's a that's a direct uh, comment on the Super Bowl making these artists pay, right? Like they were. This the Super Bowl. The last handful of years has been has been oh, saying, I, okay, you Jay Z, if you want to, like we aren't paying you, you're paying us for the pub uh, the publicity. Of the event because we believe that you being on our show is going to lead to exponential, uh, yeah, record sales. But like record sales isn't really a thing anymore. So yeah, that streams argument, and downloads and sure. all that kind of residual okay. effect. Yeah. But how many people tune in to the football just to see the halftime? Well, that and, and that's, that's the majority of their audience. I would, I would, I would say that's I, not true. I don't know. I hear that, like, on television anyway, like the halftime show, the the, the views half- jumps like exponentially. Absolutely, I'd I'd agree with that. Um, so, you know, the people are wanting to see the entertainment, not the game itself. Often, yeah, yeah. But so it, the football, I'd still say, needs the artists more than the artists need the the. Yeah. Super Bowl. So, yeah. So you're you're arguing you're arguing Jay Z's point. Exactly, and I mean, <laughs> I agree with him that. Yeah, uh, but I mean, the musicians it's, it's are the, whole... the reason why people are tuning into that show in yeah. the first place. It Hell, is... there's people who buy football tickets to see the halftime show. They don't care about the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And like after halftime, they just leave. Like that doesn't happen a lot here in town. Not here in, uh, in Edmonton, but like the Super Bowl. Where really? like, like people will buy the tickets and they'll watch like the first half of the game. And then at halftime, they enjoy the show. And then after that, they just leave because they have no interest in the game. What percentage of people? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that was. Another Pro Tools thing. Anyway, so yeah, I was, um, I was far, when I texted you to watch the, uh, watch the video, I was far more angry than I clearly am today about it. Um, but even, even, um, like Jay-Z in the background is doing the, doing this skirt, skirt kind of thing. I watched it once. Did you kind of doing like the, he was doing the kind kind of thing. Do you want to, uh bend that mic down a little bit um yeah uh, yeah when you dipped your head you we lost you on the mic okay sorry man Just this that's much better <laughs> um yeah he was doing that he was doing that skirt skirt thing that a lot of guys do and think sounds cool and i just it actually makes me angry a little bit well i was just kind of not Angry is not the right word. It makes me, I it makes you sad and dis- it makes me disappointed. Like, wow, you guys are being lazy. And the only reason this song is going to be popular is because of who you are, not yeah. because the music is any good. But they're just, I'm just really surprised. I'm especially surprised that they aren't doing anything unique and that they're 100% just following a trend that has already been going on for four years i think it's on its way out i wouldn't be surprised like i think it's I, on its I, cusps I would, of being out because it's would hope so. over used and 
if generally when the mainstream kind of radio play artists get a hold of something, that's generally means like that's the yeah. beginning of the death of that particular style, or mm, at least fair enough. the trends in that style that are being used. Like that song's not going to like ten years from now, we're not going to remember that song. No, no, not at all. Because it's a stupid song. It's a stupid song that just ride the coattails of a of a popular trend at the end. Yeah. So I mean, no one's going to remember it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people argue that we're not going to be able to remember any of the songs from this era, but I don't know. There's probably a handful of songs that'll be. Even the uh, even disco has songs that, that stuck around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, disco has like those guys who like began began the the style. Who they're remembered because they were the ones who were pushing boundaries and came up with certain things to do. It's yeah. the people who like rode on the coattails and were just doing what everybody else were doing that aren't remembered. Yeah. Yeah. So this this song won't like Beyonce will be remembered, but she won't be remembered for this, this song. Yeah. I I really hope the rest of the the rest of this project um is better than this song. Me too. Because uh, this just sound like I have writer's block. Oh, here's a loop. Let's talk about something that we kind of know a thing or two about and it's just like Essentially, the song is just talking about your business decisions as two individual artists that are like at the top of the, uh, top of the the picking order uh, yeah. in terms of artists. Yeah, like um, pop culture royalty, right? Yeah, yeah. Although some people were like going super deep, metaphorical in like the the visuals of it, and saying Beyonce is crowning herself queen or something like that. Well, there was definitely something to that in the visuals for sure. Mm. I wasn't really paying attention to the visuals. I was doing <laughs> yeah. multiple things at once. So I was just listening to the song and just yeah. going, this is boring. They did a good job in hiding her um, post-baby body. I know pop culture is obsessed with that kind of thing. Uh, just your TMZs and shit. Yeah. I think the general public doesn't give a shit. No. No. She's a gorgeous woman regardless. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, so that was... It was just a bad song. Yeah, a disappointing thing. Or a bad song to me. Uh, maybe people who are into that kind of music think it's really good, but I just... Well, I heard a, lazy songwriting throughout the song. And and I I didn't even pay attention to the lyrics. Like, I, I really tried not... The, the football one... The, well, let's see. That I, was the only lyric I had, that I actually I was heard. looking for something to grasp on that, you know, maybe I could find some redeeming quality yeah and like it was kind of the lyrics but at the same time it, it's just i'm bragging about my yeah. business decisions that have made me and beyonce collectively billionaires mm -hmm. well and i didn't pay any attention to the lyrics because i was listening so much to the production and it's boring. The production is incredibly boring, but it's the exact like it, it's no different than anything I've released out of here. Now, granted, I don't make most of the beats that 
that rappers work on here, but production wise, like it was just, it was just dull. It, it sounded like something that I could actually do in two hours. When you make an eight bar loop. An eight bar yeah. loop, spend an hour recording them and an hour fixing and mixing. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It, it's very factory push kind of thing where it's yeah. just a couple I, presets, couple stupid sound effects. You're done. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I, um, I've started, um, Hey, uh, what was your buddy's name again? I, uh, I have a lot of buddies. I, I, I know the, 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 uh, the friend of yours that, um, that, uh, is doing, um, production work, uh, hip hop production work. Um, Nolan, Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what was, Oh, geez. Sorry. Pepper. You're sitting right below me. I just stepped on you. Um, uh, yeah. What, what, do you remember what his, uh, what his moniker um, is uh, or studio name or whatever? I don't know his studio name, but his like artist name is Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. Um, I mean, that Beyonce track is probably on par with his, not that oh, I don't want this the guy because he's a good guy well and and his music doesn't really suit me but i do enjoy listening to it for the laughs because it is funny to listen to a white guy <laughs> rap sometimes um does he work at long mcquaid not anymore not anymore but he used to yeah yeah okay um and he went to pixel blue uh, yeah, he okay. was a class after me, like one or two after. Gotcha. Okay. I, um, I've been, uh, I've been turning away some of these hip hoppers and sending them to some of the, some other guys in town. And I've been wanting to send to, um, uh, to Nolan mm -hmm. and I couldn't for the life of me remember his name all week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you'd appreciate it. Um, well, I mean, it, it's, it, it's, um, he's very picky about who he works with though. And I, I can certainly appreciate that because I've largely not been. But when you have a day job, you can afford to be pickier. I suppose. He, he's doing this full time now, though. Hmm. Well, there's no shortage of... Anyway, I, I, um, I do want to send him... I do want to send him um, some of these guys that I don't want to work with the style, not necessarily the people. Because, um, I mean, generally the people have been okay, right? But the, the style, I just don't want... I don't want to, that um, is fair because yeah. I don't want to work with the style either. And I mean, I, it, it, it's a shame to say, but also the people that have worked in the style have all been terrible. Like every single one of them. It's not to say all of them are just the ones that have worked with me. All have been of terrible. All of them bring drama. Every single one of them brings some sort of drama. Well, and I really don't want to work with them. <laughs> You can't really argue with that, right? I'm not interested in yeah. some bullshit that really, at the end of the day, has nothing to do with me. <laughs> well, and, and and you're not gonna you're not gonna benefit by excuse me you're gonna you're not gonna benefit by making peanut goodness. I didn't realize coffee thing? was yeah yeah excuse me. Um, you're not gonna benefit by having um by making peanuts for doing work that you genuinely don't enjoy mm -hmm. um, with people that you genuinely don't enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's why, I think that's why, I think that's why some of the other studios in town, um, will double their prices for rappers so that they at least, I'd probably triple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just to ensure that I don't get the job. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if they really badly want to work with me, which I don't know why they would, cause I'm, I'm into weirdo music that's yeah. like odd meter and stuff. And like, if a hip hop project that wanted to do something like that came my way, I would probably jump on it. Cause chances are, this is a person who understands music. And right. If you understand music to that level, generally you're going to be somebody I could work with. Yeah. You're not, you're not someone that's just looking for fame. Yeah. Yeah. I am well, um, definitely, if you're doing odd meter hip hop, which I don't even know if that's a, Thing. Uh, it it probably is somewhere, but it's just not pop culture, right? Oh, it, it will never be pop yeah. culture because like pop culture can't count more than four <laughs> in terms of music. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if it's more complicated yeah. than three or four, then it's just nope. Yeah, you may be able to occasionally sneak by a five. That was the okay. So that was the other thing about the Beyonce track. That and I and I heard this more in her delivery than in Jay Z's rap in the middle. Um, she started doing the Migos thing that uh, that triplet um, overlay of the lyrics. Oh yeah, I was noticing uh, some triplets in it, and yeah. I thought that was interesting. Well, it, it's it's a really popular style today, like really yeah, really triplets popular. are pretty popular. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting that she was implying a polymeter. A very simple polymeter, but yeah. a polymeter nonetheless. Yeah. But it, it again, super, super trendy. So it's, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I had a, uh, I ran into uh, Barry Allen from Homestead um, yeah. and uh, had a great conversation. Um, finally got over there to see the place. I've, I've been in Edmonton since 1999 and I st- Still haven't up been until, to Homestead. Yeah, up until Friday, I'd never been to see Homestead. I don't think I've I've been to it either. Twice the square footage that we have here. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and um, their floor is built up. Um, everything but the main live room has floors that are built up, a uh, minimum of ten inches, and in some cases, it looked like fourteen inches. Um, riser off the floor. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, lots of, yeah, I, I, I was, I was blown away by how much space they had. Um, and everything, everything was, was a dark red like this, like these, uh, these panels on the wall, maybe a little darker, a little more maroon. That surprised me. Hmm. I didn't, I didn't expect to see that much maroon red shade everywhere. Right. Yeah. Cool space though. We, <clears throat> we, we geeked out over tech stuff for almost an hour. It was so much fun. So much fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting to hear the backstory of how he got into the studio. Cause I mean, I'd heard all the like public record stories, right? How, uh, you know, but, uh, it was, it was interesting to, ha- to hear how he actually got into it. Yeah. And he's, he's legitimately semi-retired, um, which was cool to, cool to hear about that. They're, um, they have grandparents, they have grandkids out of town and they take a handful of vacations every year. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
but he still, he still loves doing it. He still gets excited whenever he gets back to the studio. Um, and that was, I mean, he's, he's been in that space since 1984, right? Yeah. So that's 20, 34 years now. Um, so super excited to hear that he still, he still loves it as much as he did back then. But, um, the, the reason I was reminded of him, he gets calls once or twice a week from hip hoppers. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised, but, um, they ask him and they sound like the exact same people that call us. Right. <laughs> like, Hey, barely do you make beats? No. You know, um, well, um, do you, uh, do you, um, uh, uh, do you, uh, uh, do you, uh, uh, uh record hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, <laughs> uh, it would be really funny if, um, how, how legal would it be if I recorded some of these conversations that I have with these guys and uh, played it on the podcast. There's another podcast in town that would be better suited for that kind of entertainment value, but I have no idea. I mm-hmm. think you have to ask a, a lawyer about that. <laughs> it's probably very illegal. <laughs> mm. I had a, I had a great conversation though with, um, with a hip hopper a while ago mm-hmm. by text. Did I read you about, um, me complaining that I don't actually know the guy's name that he won't actually tell me his name. Like you've asked him and he just refuses. Yeah. yeah. That's like a big red flag. Yeah. He says, uh, no, you can just call me. You can just call me by, by my rap name. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I'm not going to want to work with you. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, made three songs with him already okay yeah and this latest one this is going back a couple weeks right mm-hmm. this latest song um he actually tried singing he didn't realize that what he was doing was singing and which is it's the reason he sung so poorly but he actually just like yeah he, he had this had this really simple melody to go along for most of it um and so i did what i'm expected to do I've corrected it so that it sounded like he knew what he was doing, mm-hmm. but he gets it. He loves it in the studio. Thinks, yeah, man, you made me sound whatever word he used. Um, and then, uh, he gets it home. Cause this is that rapper where I wouldn't let him bring his buddies in anymore. Right. Right. He still ended up bringing three guys, two guys, two guys. And, uh, and so, he he gets it home. He shows it to all of his buddies. And then what he does is, and, and this just, it didn't confuse me, but I knew exactly what his problem was. I just didn't know how to tell him what his problem was. Okay. His buddies think that his voice is too high. And so he asked me to turn like to, retune the voices, retune the vocals just down a little bit. So they're not too high. Like what his buddies were hearing was the sound of his voice changes because I'm tuning it up. Yeah. 
I, I probably tuned them up as much as a full step in places. Um, cause I mean, they didn't know he was singing, so he didn't put any effort into trying to sing well. Anyway, so, so he sends me this and I'm like, no, everything, everything there is right. You'd have to change the melody to, uh, and we'd low. have, we'd have to change the music too, uh, which we can't, which we can't do. Cause it's a, it's a stolen beat. Right. Um, and so he sends it off to a other producer in town. Okay. And I use that, those quote, like the, those air quotes, other producer, because <clears throat> what the guy ended up deciding was he wanted, no, no, it was the other producer wanted the, wanted the stems. I hate when they use the term stems because it's so fucking wrong. The reality is they want the multi-track. They want the multi-track, yeah. Um, so that, so that the other producer could listen to it and determine if it was the kid's voice or it was something that I did. Right. So you gave him the multi-tracks? So yeah, so I gave him the multi-tracks and I haven't heard from him, heard from him again, right? Because okay. I, I like, but the the part of that, the part of that request that blew my mind, and this is the part where I started really like, I didn't stand my ground because I was going to give him the multi-track anyway, but I want to know people's fucking names. I am sick and tired of all these pretentious little assholes that want to be known by their stupid fucking artist names yeah. that are not creative in the slightest. They're just another, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, I come up with that over beers. That's great. Um, I sound like Don Cherry there. That's terrible. Uh, it's like no piano desk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Uh, <clears throat> and so I started, I started laying into this kid. Um, okay, so what's this, what's this producer's name? And I, I, sh I should look it up because it's classic. Um, oh, it's another one of those stupid fucking. Yeah. So I have a, a stupid name like. Yeah. Doctor um, Jay Z. And it was that would be that would go over well, yeah, right? <laughs> um, ba da ba ba. Uh, this I must go way back. Oh crap. Um, <laughs> Great radio. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, is it this one? No, that's not it. Anyway, so it, 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 some it was some stupid name. Yeah, it, it, it was some probably some, just something like Doctor. Wasn't first he, name here? Because um, that seems to be really popular. Because everybody wants to be a Doctor Dre. It was something like the 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 something. Right? Oh, cool. Um, and and it, it it didn't. It wasn't even. It wasn't even like a like a interesting like if an, your an interesting choice of word the then it's not an interesting name so <clears throat> so i already i had already tried to explaining the difference between stems and multi-track and why they wanted multi-track and and um and then i ask him i ask the kid what the producer's name is and he says well it's the something and i'm like no no i don't want his artist name what's his name the kid says well i don't know and so I say like you like you don't know the people you're working with like what's the name his mother gave him, and he's like I don't know and I don't want to ask why why not? the fuck not I know right, <laughs> um, and from there from there we decided uh, or I decided 
I want to rant. And so I did. And I finally got the kid to tell me his name and I won't say it on air cause it yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter, but doesn't. Um, I'm not even hundred percent sure that he gave me his real name. Just gave you a but name. But he gave me a name. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I, I ended up screen capping the whole thing and I sent it off to Glenn Fricker. Hopefully uh, he'll put it on stupid musician texts. I'm sure you, that would be fun. Censored names and stuff as well. Uh, no, I well, didn't. Glenn will. Glenn will. Yeah. Um, if he uses it. Yeah. Which maybe you will, depending on. I, I figure he'll get more, he'll get more, um, humor out of, um, out of seeing the names first. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, we'll see. Um, where was I going with that whole thing? Oh yeah. I, I was just, I was really, really, um, just done with these people who are wanting to be known by their artist's name. Well, that, that too, that too. If, if, um, I'm, I, I think I'm going to start. I think that would just be a red flag for me is if somebody refused to give me their actual name. Yeah. I'd just be like, okay, well that's red flag number one. I, on the, on the other hand, I have this, there's this one kid, he's 17, maybe 18 years old, been working with him for about six months, excuse me. And he comes in every two or three months cause he's. He's in high school. He doesn't have a lot of money, to a lot of money and, and probably I, just saving it what he can. I to... never even, I never even make him pay full price. Cool. Um, cause he's, that's reflected on your invoice though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that I can write off the discount. Um, well, it's also to help. So he knows you, like he... in the future when he has like money that he's not necessarily expecting to continue to get that discount. Mm. No, he's doing been, him a favor. He's been really good. And I've, and I've told him, I've told him time and time again that, you know, Hey man, like, um, we went an extra, went an extra hour today. Don't worry about it. I got you covered. It's all good. You know, that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't mind that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but he's right up front. My name is, my name is this, this is my first name. This is my last name. Um, I'm not going to bother I telling. I don't even think I would need a last name. It's like, just give me a first name and I, I would feel more at ease than oh i'm some insert generic rapper name here yeah little little four eyes little four eyes that'd be a terrible rapper name that would be really funny though unless you're like super white and nerdy <laughs> uh i think that would be really funny that would like the image in my head is like a carrot top looking person with like super nerd glasses that are taped right. together at the bridge yeah um <laughs> braces and he just sings about star trek or something <laughs> yeah yeah which could be a fun project but <laughs> and this kid is trying to do the same thing that everyone else is doing um he just pretend that you're a, a hard ass in a gang kind of person or yeah but he he at least that's how his lyrics come across um, and, and so I, I'm not going to judge anybody for their, for their yeah, lyrical content or you their want to write about artistic, it, but at the same time, right. everybody knows that you're lying. Well, yeah, you live in Edmonton. Yeah. But, you, uh, but uh, no, 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 again, I don't, I don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah. I, I care about the respect that you show me. Sure. And I'm not going to demand respect because I believe respect has to be earned, but I believe that there's a, there's a basic working relationship, um, sense of respect that every person should well there's a bare and, level of respect that right. you should start off with anybody 
and anyone who shows you a lack of that like yeah yeah so i would want first at the very least i just want first names because i'm not gonna address you as your artist name that's a marketing ploy that's for your fans not the people you work with right right and i mean the 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 messed up thing with with that is we used to have i don't know how it is in the last five years but i remember movies like 2000 to 2010 ish Mm -hmm. where there would be some hip-hop mogul in in the in the tv show or the movie or whatever they would always be super two-faced and i don't mean that in a negative way but they would they would have they would have their rapper persona and then they'd be able to turn it off and turn on their business guy persona and be all professional and business like mm-hmm. and that used to be a common thing in hip hop even even in town here but over the last i don't know the last 3 or 4 years i don't i just don't see any of that all, and, and maybe it's just a kid thing. Maybe I'm working with more kids than I realize, but uh, yeah, they just don't have that. They don't have that capacity to turn off the rapper idiot and turn on the business idiot. I they, guess I, I, a part of it could also be because schools aren't really teaching um, kind of businessy kind of skills to have not not necessarily businessy skills i guess but rather i don't know socializing skills maybe that's what i'm looking for maybe just the the like i don't know a lot of what school gives you is not necessarily useful in yeah. the working world that we but this doesn't exist in these days this doesn't seem like the kind of thing that would be taught in school like, i i don't remember i don't remember this kind of thing being a being a thing in school other than other than the teacher refusing to call you by your nickname and calling by your your the name your mom gives you yeah. your mother gives you or whatever well like there's that aspect but um oh yeah Pe- people going into music aren't being taught that there's two sides to music if you want to yeah. do it professionally yeah, I guess there's a lack of that. Even like colleges and stuff have a lack of that. They well, that, teach you the, the technical skills, not the business skills necessary. I hear that's starting to change. I've, I've I've heard stories. I think it's starting to change because there's a lot of professionals that are being like, "Yeah, school's a waste of your time. All it does is teach you the technical <laughs> side of things. I can teach you the technical side of things. I don't need somebody who knows all the technical things that I, is going to disrupt my workflow because I'm doing something yeah. slightly wrong." There's a, there's a, an, uh, an employee in town working at a studio in town mm-hmm. that has no technical background and he's running sessions and he's cutting tracks, yeah. uh, for his senior. Uh, and he, he's got no technical background. Yeah. I've watched him work and I know there's flaws in how he works. It doesn't mean that he can't do the job. Yeah. The technical background is is only half of it. He's really good at dealing with people in a session and that's what makes him valuable. Yeah. Right? Well, you, you need those people skills. You also need like those uh, balancing the books kind of skills mm-hmm. and negotiating skills would be one. Yeah. Maybe that could be taught in schools. Is like, I, well, I, I, and you don't even need to be taught like the, the shady negotiation just basic business skills yeah right basic business skills where where you this is this is what customer service is 
Yeah. This is what good customer service looks is, like. It looks like. This is what bad customer service looks like. Now let's do some role playing. <laughs> or or here is some basic accounting skills or here's some basic bookkeeping skills. Here is I mean that was one of the best things about about the small business course that I took was they touched on a lot of these things and gave us I mean it was a crash course, right? Like mm-hmm. we did we did an entire business yeah, program. You're and quickly learning like the basic weeks, stuff right? that but, you need. Um but it was you know, like having, having that kind of information, I, you know, and, and I hear schools like Berkeley are, are instituting some basic business, um, courses and, and I, and, and I think that's, that's going to benefit everybody, but yeah, at the same time could even teach like networking skills and kind of cause I know when I went to school, I would ask about networking and like, generally I was just told like, go and talk to people. It's like, okay. And I would be told, have an elevator pitch. And yep. it's just like, what the, what? okay. Can you show me what an elevator, <laughs> what pitch, an elevator is? pitch is? Yeah. <laughs> and like these days it's just like, I, I don't plan my elevator pitch or anything. I, I know that like networking is just reaching out to people, offering your help. Yeah. Like you, you see that, Oh, they need help with something or, Maybe they don't necessarily need help with something, but you just reach out and say, Hey, if you need help with something, I'm skilled here. Yeah. Let me know. And I'll gladly do that. Did I ever tell you, and and maybe we've talked about this on the podcast before. Did I ever tell you that, um, that, uh, that networking hack that, um, I use every time I meet someone new Mm -hmm. and I don't, um, I'm not very good at it because I'm. I'm nervous as hell when I'm meeting people for the first time. Um, but it, it, it's a, it's a super easy way to break the ice in networking, right? What's that? Have five really kind of basic, slightly vague questions memorized. Um, and you have to adapt them to every kind of industry, but you're going into, uh, a networking event with musicians. Here's a ba- basic set of five questions to ask every musician. And it's not like they're going to talk about, Oh, did you, that guy asked me this question? Oh, he asked me the same question. Um, but it gives, it takes all the pressure off you and it makes them open up and talk, which makes them feel. Uh, that, that's just basic networking yeah. in general is get the people to talk about themselves to you, but that's, they'll like you more as a result. But that's why that's having these like, five basic questions, like if you can't think of anything to say, yeah. you know, you throw out your elevator pitch and then ask one of these questions and then ask the next question. And then, and, and, and just having those five questions memorized. You just get the people that talk to you about themselves. But I'm, I'm just saying, this is how you do it. Oh, I know. I, I, I read a lot of psychology books to try to understand why people like certain people. Yeah. And a big part of getting people to like you is just being able to listen to them. Yeah. (laughs) This is going way back. I remember in high school typing class, did you guys ever have typing classes? Yes. Yeah. So I remember in high school typing class had this one, he was already kind of a friend and we played on the same basketball team together. And, and, and so we were friendly, but not friends. We would never hang out. Right. He was sitting in front of me, 
uh, in typing class and I'm sitting there working on my typing and looking at the screen and he, he keeps turning back to me and just talking and I'm almost ignoring him. Mm-hmm. Like I don't actually remember anything he was talking about. Yeah. And he gets to the end of it and he says, James, you're such a good friend, man. You're so easy to talk to and you listen so well. And I remember thinking, wait, what? What were you talking about? Oh shit. <laughs> How do I act like I like I remember what he said? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. probably why I have a lot of people who seem to be interested in me. They all point out that I don't talk very much though. <laughs> Well, they clearly don't listen to this show. I mean, if you get me talking about something that I, I give a shit about, I, mm. I will talk for a while. Speaking of, there was a um, Antelope Discrete 4 on uh, um, on at both Kijiji and eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the 4 you were interested in. It was the, like, you, you, you wanted to stay away from the Discrete stuff because that was all built into the Goliath, right? It's the same preamps, I believe. Okay. And the effects are given with all of their so except the one I have. Yeah, well that's the older generation. They still sell it though. They they sell it, yeah. Yeah. Um but you, your Orion was built before they were made, like yeah. released the other other interesting um I'm, 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 my brain is remembering all these things I've read recently that made me think of you. Soft tube for their console one, just mm-hmm. release an API um, channel strip. Oh yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't is... look anything like the API, but it uses, it uses the same colors. Um, but it, it's, they say classic American console. That's API. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Two f- okay. intro price of two fifty, what? American. What? Yeah. Well, all oh, the- just for the 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 channel strip, the the software. Yeah. Part. Okay. I was thinking like console one for two fifty American. <laughs> <laughs> no, the fuck is that deal? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. What else was there? It it. Every time I see something about console one, um, I'm really excited about it because I know that I know that at the end of end of our lease here with the studio, we're yeah. gonna have to move. Right, right. You're pretty, thinking of getting one of those? I well <clears throat> depending on depending on the situation I'm in then, um if if I do keep the console or if, sorry, if I don't keep the console, then that's that's you're going back to in the box and you probably want knobs and stuff. Well, and, and, and that's the thing is if I was to, if I was to, to, um, retire the console, mm-hmm. um, and if I'm, if I downsize, I, I, I probably will retire the console, but, um, if I, uh, if I do retire the console, I'm definitely going the studio or the, the soft tube console one route, mm-hmm. but I'm keeping all my outboard. Cause I'm still going to use that. I'm just going to hardwire it into the, to the Orion. Okay. I think, no, you know what? I can't even do that. Cause then I'd be going in and out of the Orion a dozen times per channel. And that's just dumb. That's just dumb. Um, I'm currently waiting on the announcement for flock audios patch. They still haven't yet. Hey, pre-orders announcement on the 25th. 
Oh, cool. Okay. So that means they'll definitely have prices by then. Yeah. I've that's commented that, on their page that's Monday, saying like, it? hey, do you have prices yet? We'll be able to talk about uh, this next week. Yeah. That's great. And whether or not I jumped on it. Yeah. It's like I'm waiting for the prices to determine if it's worth it. Yeah. Because I've already priced out what my patch bay would cost me, and it's like almost a thousand bucks. And that's still pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. That's cheap. But if this flock audio thing can get me a much cleaner looking thing for less than that, I'm jumping on it. Nice. How I'm going to afford it, I don't know. But. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I currently only owe $1,600 on my Satori. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Hey, um, have you finished paying off the... Uh, the Dyn Audios? No, the um, the mics. Yeah. Yeah? Do you yeah. have them? Yeah. They're at home? Yeah. Have you been using them? No. Why not? Because I, 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 I have I, no projects to use them on. I would have thought you'd set them up in like a binaural um, array and uh, and just sat there and listened to Mary do things around the house. No. <laughs> <laughs> with headphones on of course <laughs> no, no I, I just don't have any projects i know that i like the microphone though mm. and so i bought two i'm thinking that i'll probably buy another four um i'm also gonna buy the starlights and i and uh aston microphones has in interviews stated that they are going to have more announcements in the next couple of years. It sounds like they're going to have more microphones. Cool. I I would fully expect them, right? Oh, as would I. Have like, the um, have the prices of the uh, Origin and the Spirit gone up yet? Uh, they have gone up a little bit. Yeah. Um, when the the Spirit first was announced, it was like almost five hundred even. Mm-hmm. Now it's like five fifty. Spirit is the multi-pattern one? Yeah. yeah. The origin I haven't really been paying attention to. Yeah. That's fair. If I'm going to buy one of those mics, I'm going to buy the big boy. Yeah. I um, I keep coming back to... Um, I keep coming back to the... Uh, um, the Roswell Audio mics. Um, um, yeah, I... As I say that, as I say that, I, I'm, I'm remembering, yeah, I don't need any more microphones. I need to sell microphones. Um, but uh, see, I need more microphones, especially when the studio opens up. I don't have enough for right. what I intend the studio to, to be able to do. Yeah. So I, I think I need, to, I'm going to buy the Starlights because I need a pencil uh, match pair because that's right. what most people are going to expect for overheads probably yeah well you want to you want a set of that and a set of um large diaphragms you know but you'll have the the spirits yeah right so i'll have six spirits total um i need a kick drum mic i don't know which one to get though d6 is super safe and everybody knows it um they're used in big productions all the time okay maybe i'll get a d6 and and their 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 cost per value is super good. Yeah, it's right. a cheap mic, really, like three hundred bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, I I remember when I bought mine, they were two forty. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I keep that was kicking that myself was for not buying a, ago, a Royer one twenty one when I 
when they were on sale for them. Because at the time it was like a thousand, maybe eleven hundred dollars for the mic. Sure. Nowadays it's seventeen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wish I bought it because like I could have sold it today fifteen hundred dollars profit right yeah not that I would have because that's a good microphone yeah I'm I have not it's specifically been, even been a, a the one hundred one like when that first came out it was like seven hundred bucks or something like that wasn't it the oh yeah yeah they were they're now like a thousand bucks I remember them being uh, eight ninety nine in Long and McQuaid not eight ninety nine seven ninety nine in Long and McQuaid when they first came out retail right yeah um, yeah and i thought that's, like you know what that's a pretty good deal i should buy one they're american but i never bought one their american price hasn't gone up though it's been the canadian dollar has gone down while the american dollar has gone up well whatever that's the i big still thing. i still see the investment oh yeah for sure um having paid for itself in that situation but that's the thing is is now there's if you're the not r10 and i bet yeah. that give that like five or six years that's going to increase in value as well for sure for sure, but the R, the R10 is their attempt to compete with the um, with the fat head uh, and the you know that that upper Chinese um, modded uh, ribbon mic market, right? Sure. Yeah, I've heard good, I've heard good and bad things about it. Well, Royer's gonna do well just because of the name. That's true. That's true. Uh, um. Yeah, just like Aston's going to do well because they have established themselves as a quality microphone company, which is not surprising because they are the old SE guys. Are they really? Yeah, they I were did not originally that. SE guys, and then SE decided that, oh, you know what, we're going to get rid of our European or yeah, our European office by the fact that they've brought us from a, a barely doing anything company to a a. Unknown brand name. Um, they they just decided to to say separate ways and go to China for things, which I see that in SE these days. Like the quality has dropped significantly uh, over the years. <laughs> you and I have a very different memory of SE because FSE SE microphones prior to two thousand eight two thousand nine mm-hmm. was a shitty microphone company. They were one of the they were one of the early microphone companies out of China, and it was shitty quality. And they'd never built anything in Europe. It was all built down in China anyway, yeah. and it was it was shitty quality. And they've done nothing but try to improve the quality of their microphones since then. Um, well, and, and now their microphones are these guys are part of why the quality went up. I'm and then I'm not surprised. The people who own the company decided to split ways with them, and then they went back to going to China. And apparently, and like I mean, no names have been stated, but yeah. Aston Microphones has actually had an interview where they've talked about companies that are threatening distributors who are willing to deal with really them. Yeah, which hmm. probably SE is one of them. I don't know why, because there's not a lot of crossover in the mic. No. Yeah. But I think they're looking at it as like, oh shit, this microphone is threatened like there was it was implied that neumann was one of those companies because they were often being compared to a neumann microphone yeah 
And so, you know, that's going to cut into their profits because here's a significantly cheaper right. uh, Neumann-like microphone. Yeah. Even though, like, the guys from Aston Microphones, they're not trying to be a Neumann. They're just trying no. to make a good microphone, and that's what they did. Yeah. And and they clearly did. Yeah. Um And people are buying it. And I just found it funny that there were they they struggled to get a North American distributor because all these big companies threatened to like pull their line from distribution. And then Yorkville got it. Yeah, that just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yorkville's super powerful though. Oh, Yorkville would just be like, okay, if you don't want to sell your microphones to our company, I mean, we are also owned by like Canada's largest music retail store. One of the largest. You're saying no. Aren't they one of the largest music um, companies on the planet? Uh, Probably. They're like a quarter of a billion dollar company annually. Mm. I thought they were bigger than that. That's just the music store side of it. Uh, Yorkville, yeah, no, I, it I, makes like I mean, a lot of money. I mean, the blanket company that owns everything. Long McQuaid Holdings? Yeah. Long McQuaid Holdings is probably like a billion dollar company or something or up there. They are a huge, uh, huge slice of pie in the <laughs> music retail yeah. space for sure. Right. And like if... I don't know, but in the sake of an argument, it was saying like Neumann decide, like goes to Yorkville and says, we're going to pull our mics if you grab those mics. Like our argument back would be like, okay, so you're not going to be distributed really in Canada? <laughs> well, and, 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 and that's just it, right? You're closing off and, and a how many- large- how many American just how many American companies use Yorkville's a lot too, actually right exactly yeah um, speaking of the uh, speaking of the um, Aston mics I was I was looking through a, a Sweetwater article about how to build um, they say building a mic locker on a budget um, and I imagine Aston mics are in there absolutely uh, large diaphragm condenser um, the uh, they just have things organized um, alphabetically. Okay. And so Aston is, of course, right at the top <laughs> um, with their origin. Um, sure. If you're on a, a super tight budget, the origin will get you there. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, say, how many... Spend the extra 200 bucks, get the spirit, and then you have a, an exponentially more diverse microphone. For sure. But how many, how many people actually need... A multi or a, a, um, a multi pattern or multi polar pattern microphone. Exactly. Large diaphragm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. If you're doing it professionally and you're recording a lot of stuff, I would say spend the extra $200, buy that microphone. It is so much more useful for you in the long run. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree because I use, I use the figure eight all the time. Yeah, but it, it's just the two patterns that I use. I, I mean, I have cardioid and figure eight are like the useful ones. Omni is not used by me. <laughs> that, that, that caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, let's try Omni next week. <laughs> just because. That's uh, that's the end of our show. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you all next time. Follow our hosts on Twitter 
at Two Bodies of Water. You got that mic in a comfortable spot yet? I'm still working on it. At Joey R. Engineer. I can't even talk. I don't remember what my point was. This is a boring podcast. Um, I realize at the end of this, we didn't introduce ourselves. On to the internet you go. Go switch off.